named Meswe Adamu, who speaks for the new patriotic party, the MPP. And also having in our midst this morning uh, is... Uh, Speaking for the for the, the National Democratic Congress, the NDC, uh, Mohammed what Dari Sulemana, also joining us this morning on the show. Good morning. Yes, and then how serious are we as Ghanaians? Uh, and then uh, you, you heard the happenings. Uh, I spoke to some football people on the happenings, what happened to RT over the weekend. Let me give you a minute on it. Uh, what do you make of it, Mr. Mr. Adam? Mm, good morning. Uh, RT, you are learned play the match against. I guess in Swatraman, and there was this stone throwing uh, the, after the game because they drew with that the home team and supporters were excited about it. We spoke to the public relations officer, we spoke to the deputy uh, at the Northern Regional Football Association uh, deputy chairperson who also uh, said that uh, they excited about the decision taken by the Ghana Football Association immediately released. Banda Stadium, and the unfortunate thing is that the team is playing against one of the northern teams that does be over this weekend. And supporters of RTU were trying to uh, say, Hey, we're going to retaliate, but the officials and then they are calling on the calmness of the supporters, they've spoken to them because look, we need to get a club into the premiership. Mm. Um, it's unfortunate, it's, it's unfortunate, yeah, football violence, but this characteristic of uh, uh, football matters or even Europe and other places people get very emotional when their teams are defeated or when they consider a team less fanciful and that team comes to pull a surprise on them then the spectators lose their cup and do people attach so much emotion to their team it, yeah, it's, it's, it, there are mm. certain things that people don't take lightly football matches religion tribe and politics, we are so emotionally attached to those mm. things. So when uh, some things don't go right, then people tend to throw stones. Not only in football, you see that even in politics, when people lose victory, uh, lose power, they can burn ties and do all those things. I so started your mischief, Ali. Oh, is that a mischief? I've, I've counted certain things that people are so emotional about. But your, your party was emotional. That's what I'm saying. People, I, we are, we are not exclusive to, to one group of people. I'm only laying the foundation for emotion and how people are tied to it. So, um, But like you said, the North needs a team to, to be in the Premier League so that we can also watch very good football from and see. Like, this, this was what informed and with uh, may they may their souls rest in peace. It was we were in that wonderland long ago. Then people like B. A. Fisheni, Mehiratim, Aliu Mama, um, Bedamosi, and Jimo uh, Ashiru. These were people who were so passionate about the North, uh, having a team there, and just even the North being heard all over the country. And they thought then one Zuma, kind of Zuma, I don't know. Was uh, and then they made we had a lot of teams in Tamale, Bewa, Hamatan, and Oli, and United, and Warner. So they put them together and no real, real support team. 
So they put them together into two teams and they, they gave one RTU, then they gave one group, another name, I forgot it. Then they went into the competition and they were able to get players. They were so passionate, especially be efficient, may his soul rest in perfect peace. And they brought them and lo and behold, when we went to Accra to engage in some contest, we met uh, victorious there and we got into the league. And they sustained the momentum until maybe when they were no more. Then we decided to do other things and we got off the district. So this is time for the northern elites to come together again and think like their forebears did think to bring about RTU uh, that performed so wonderfully that uh, every the north we got our name on the map of football matters in this country. So I am looking up to us that we should and uh, this violence characterizing football as I told you, it is expected. People are so emotionally attached to their clubs. Uh, but we should do it with common sense that we don't have to. You see, the stadium is no more the stadium we had some time ago. There are glass things there. So if we get violent and we destroy it, it was constructed at a big sum of money. It's one of the legacies of my political party. We thought the North also deserves something of that monumental value. And we brought it. So we should cherish and maintain it so that it will stand for generations to benefit from it. So I don't want violence on that field because of the uh, the way it is, glass doors, glass water. It's so much beautiful that we don't have to destroy. Let us hold it in high esteem. Let us cherish it. Let us not put... How do you even go into... This, the field has no stones. How did they come by their stones? To throw in there. It means that they were armed. They went to the world they might armed. That should anything happen that is not in my interest, I am going to throw stones. We should go grow above that and take it that it's a game and it has two sides, win or lose. And uh, when you lose, you take it in good faith. And when you draw, it's also part of the game. Okay, so you, let me go to Swale. Let me pick your thoughts on that okay. in just a minute. Okay, yeah. Good morning um, to you and to the staff of uh, NGFM and to my party executives. And to Uncle Adam, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. After the defeat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, what has happened to RTU, the attack by Sakrimana FC on uh, RTU, you know, that was their whole match. Yeah. And so I, I, I listened to the interview oh, we, that we had, the interesting, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. the interesting that you had with the uh, communication director, Mubarak. And he mm -hmm. said that right from the beginning, the people had prepared their minds that they were no longer going to take a home defeat. And this, so when that, that, that was the supporters. Yes, that was the supporters. Mm. Yes, that they were no longer to take home defeat. And so when they scored and RTU finally equalized, I think it became a matter that they, they were they became so emotional. The emotion was too high. Too high and they couldn't control it. So they, they move into the inner perimeter and then attack our players. This is something that we have to condemn uh, in no uncertain terms. Balance in every aspect is not a welcome uh, event, let alone football. We have missed football for a long time because of the COVID uh, pandemic. And now that the president, uh, the one of his, uh, in one of his addresses, uh, allowed supporters, supporters to, that is the 25% of capacity of the poll to be there, I think uh, supporters should appreciate uh, the situation that we have found ourselves and then conduct themselves well, uh, not to engage in violence at uh, the least provocation. 
if you don't want to lose your home match, then let your players uh, play to, to 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 that, and then make sure that they don't they don't uh, uh, they don't get defeated by the distinct team. But but there was this there was this noises on the ground that says that uh, supporters were preparing themselves to attack in Swatchema because they are playing Bewa this weekend at Alu Muhammad Sports Stadium, which will not go down well with us because. Absent Arthur, you suffered from a ban, a ban at home that sent us to relegation, and I don't think our supporters will go do that because it's Bewa that is also is going to play another northern club. Instead, let's go support them to beat the team that is coming, so that all if all the teams in the north beat them, then definitely one of us will get to the top and we support that team to go. Yes, I think your point... Instead of, you, instead of uh, turning our attention to say we will retaliate. No, yes. let's rather retaliate by supporting the teams here to beat them and beat yes. them well. I think your point is even echoed yeah. by the communication director. He called and pleaded with the supporters to allow sleeping dogs to lie because the GFA has already taken uh, a decision very, to ban yes, the stadium. very welcoming uh, decision to ban the, uh, the, the club from playing uh, at the instrument. That, that, that is also another another big deterrent. That, that is it. it and, is and, 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 and I like and I like the strictness with which it came. The I think it yes, came. because I, I learned from the communication director that before they even got to Techima, GFA had already taken Yeah, so it tells you how hard the uh, the Northern Regional Football Association is also Work, working, working around the clock to send a signal to the FA for the FA to send a release to them that immediately. That is, that's, that, that is it, and that even the club management has yeah. uh, written to RTU to take charge of all deals that that uh, may have come as a result I, of the You know attack. one question so I asked myself, yeah. has anyone, somebody died? Critical, seriously. What, what would have happened? What could have happened? That's just another thing. Thank God nothing of that sort happened. I just pray it never happens yes. again. But let me also add my voice to the call on supporters to refrain mm. from uh, retaliating uh, what has happened to our players? I think uh, once GFA has stepped in, uh, their decision is welcome, and our supporters should uh, allow the sleeping dogs, sleeping dogs to lie. And then uh, let us appreciate the situation that we found ourselves. It's, it's, it's not normal. And it's not normal. So now let's go straight away to look at some other matters. Council of States. You had the names of the Council of State, so some some name popped up. Yeah. Ras Mubarak I the Council of State slot. The former MP from Kumbungu. Yeah. And uh, you know one gentleman I respect him a lot, Alasan and Dan. Yeah. He's also going. So this they have four persons who vying for to get one yeah. slot to represent the, the, the region. What Chairman <laughs> <laughs> <German> General <laughs> Somebody sent yeah, me a message. Yeah, incumbent. The incumbent is he also taking part. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody <laughs> sent me a message and I said, you don't start with your mischief. The, the, way, the way you mentioned the name of Ras Mubarak, the former MP for Kumbungu, mm -hmm. you make me laugh to my kitchen. <laughs> 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 well, what do you make of those lists? What do you, when you heard the names, uh, were you surprised? Someone like E.T. Mensah is also vying mm. to go in there. Yeah. Uh, I was a bit That's surprised. The beauty of democracy. I was a bit that? surprised, especially with the coming into the whole picture of uh, Alassane Andani. Mm. I think he's an icon in the banking sector. That was not a former. He was yes, a former yes, CEO of Stanbank. Yes, but he he has been recognized as an icon in the banking sector yeah. globally. Yeah, and I think he has wealth of experience. That I think if um, we give him the opportunity to go into Council of State, become a member of the Council of State, I think there's a lot that the presidency can take from him. 
But uh, there are other well <laughs> grounded individuals also coming up for the position. I hear Zunglana is also one of them for regional, yes, for northern region. Who is Zunglana? That is the point. But I listen I don't to. Know him. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know him, but I think he's one man from your party who is. Oh no no no! Don't let us pass the ball in this. Oh, this is something uh, you don't know Zunglana. I I watch him on NTV. Mm -hmm. I have listened to people talk about it. I have even WhatsApp uh, status where MPP supporters are trying to put free and then trying to motivate and encourage people to vote for him. No, no, no. What we do know is that L, what we do know is that mostly when a certain power is in power, mm. the member of council state representing that region is most likely to come from the uh, be a member of the ruling party. No, no, there are sometimes it might not be the case because we have had mm -hmm. cases where should, should that people, be the case? it shouldn't be the case. So let's but, drop but, that one. No, 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 it should, but that is the reality. Well, if you say let's drop that, that one, that, I, don't even know him. You, I, I, I also didn't know him until this matter came up. But I've seen his. Okay, so let's let's leave it. We don't agree now. Who again? So yeah, we have three. So who is the fourth person? Uh, the fourth person. You are giving the name. So let's move on. That is it. But I hear those, all of them. All of them. All I of think them are qualified, are qualified and I think uh, at the end of it all, I wish the best candidate uh, emerges okay. the winner, and then uh, North will also have issue of the uh, kick. Let me hear. Let me hear you, Monsieur Demont. Yeah, you ambushed me, and I didn't do the normal protocol of. Uh, Greeting my party hierarchy under the able leadership of Jama Mohamed Samba, then my communication director, Mr. Suleiman Salfu, who is in the forefront of the race to become the mayor of Tamale. I pray to Allah Almighty God to, to grant him that opportunity. Then my MP, Member of Parliament, Al Haji Habib Idris Suelana, who we the people of Tolong constituency overwhelmingly voted for by a whooping margin of 9,000 votes to be the NDC candidate. And he went to parliament and uh, he, his uh, presence in parliament is rather very uh, interesting. You know, whenever you take a child to P1, uh, to primary school, uh, the child will start from P1. And in Parliament, where you go, you sit at the back bench, and they call them back benches. But this is the first timer in the legislative house who has made it to the front seat by being the f one of the first uh, the, uh, majority chief whips. Okay, you know, very very phenomenal, and I think uh, he has done a great job for himself. And I hope you will let that translate into transforming our constituency district into the, the, the paradise we want it to be. Uh, Council of State, if I remember, if I, I can put it in this way, you know, long ago, pre-colonial times, uh, when the chiefs were ruling, the, the chiefs had something like Council of Elders, uh, and it was made up of people of a certain stature and and most especially they were old people were gray-haired people and we we believe that there is wisdom in the gray-haired uh, head so uh, so they, they, they were the people who, 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 who were advising the chief on the way forward then we have it has come into contemporary politics and we call them council of 
uh, whatever. It's still the Council of Elders or whatever we call Council it. Of, yeah. Council of State. And uh, the membership should reflect that pre-colonial political system, that there should be people who are seasoned, people who have something to offer. People should not see it as a clamor for recognition. What do you have to offer at that high level of advice? Do you have some expertise that you will bring to bear? But you say we have managed, and over the years, the two parties, we have done that to ourselves, that council of state members should come from your political... Uh, we, we shouldn't be which, so we, Yeah, which I say it is not proper. Not proper. Yeah, we, we should get people there on, the, on their work. They should be there on their work. And uh, Ziblin and Danny, very seasoned, as you describe him, an icon in banking, having been moved. He was in one bank and moved to take over Stambik and grew the bank phenomenally. And when he's talking about development, economic development, financial management, and one word, par excellence, you can't, you can't fault him. And I was thinking, I, 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 if he's there, he can offer good advice on financial matters and economic development to the president. We need good governance depends on good financial and economic management, no matter where it comes from, whether from within or from without. So I, 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 I will put my, 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 my sympathy because I don't have a vote and an appeal that if I don't, it doesn't matter where his political interest lies. He's putting himself up as a national, somebody who wants to do some bipartisan, some job that has no political, non-political uh, bias job. And I think we, we, we should all, I will say that if he gets it, I am with him totally, because I know what he will bring to the presidency. And when the presidency is well informed and things go well, then our ticket in 2024 is secured. I want us to move from now in the, on a very clean sheet, you know, and, and, and I am shocked that despite all the interventions we had made to social interventions to, to, to let Ghanaians see us as the best alternative, they, they still disappointed us this way. I, so I want us to start this, and if he's coming to advise the government to do things better and continue to be in power, I am with him. Uh, Ras Mubarak is good to be ambitious. He, he sees that what he has gained in parliament is enough to let him offer advice to the president. But you see, I am the typical Dagomba, and custom should inform certain behavior. If Ras is going into a race, if not because it's election, he turns his back to see Alasa and Danny coming, he should reconsider his steps. Yes, I, I, that's my view. As a traditional Dagomba, this is a man knowledgeable. This is a man of chieftains, a royal, uh, you know, he's from the royal background. And, and, and I think he, he, if he will do, he, he has coexisted with this government for some time as a banker. And, uh, so I wish that he takes the note. I wish that. Uh, my wish is not the wish of the dead. Your wish those, is not the wish of, but Rasse, of, of the Rasse, rest, those who will but vote. But the point is that Rasse he is going in there to, to make the life of assemblymen enjoyable. Uh, is, it, is it not the, the, tip, the thing they carried in the 
that they are going to pay assemblymen, you should be thinking of the generality of the Ghanaian people. What do you make of E.T., man, sir? E.T., very good. He has also been in governance for long. He has been mayor for Accra. He has been sports minister. He has, he has seen it all. So he has a wealth of experience. You see, in the U.K., they, are, they have the House of Lords yeah. as a second chamber to the, 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 their legislature. What they do is that they offer constructive advice to the prime minister on the way forward. But it's unfortunate, theirs, theirs is based on royalty, who are those from the royal, you know, the Britons started as a monarch. So they still rely on them to come and offer uh, advice. So I think uh, if we also have it, and uh, they should be made of men of substance and not men of assemblymen. And the case of assemblymen, if you should not have said it, because you, as soon as you said it, I'm getting more it's vexed, okay. vexed All about right. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> For our listeners out there, remember our text line is 054 We're still having a conversation here on the uh, breakfast morning, but this is a breakfast conversation on Angel Night at 6.9. Uh, let me turn my attention to you. The election petition, the petition is ongoing. We're not going to go into it and decide to give judgment. But how does it make you feel listening to your witnesses and then and, and the witness statements they file like I was misled, I was sacked <laughs> from the from the coalition center, uh, I went to see the commissioner, the chair of the commissioners, I was giving tea. When you hear Without this biscuits. Yeah, when you hear this as an NDC person from the grassroots that you fought to champion the cause of the party and the people have been let selected that they thought okay these people are be, will be able to do whatever they want and then they come and tell you this how do you feel listening to them how do you feel yeah chairman general first let me put it on point that i'm not a lawyer i'm just making a caveat okay. here I'm not, a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer and whatever i see is my lehman's view that's your view that that's the point mm. but i think because this is a legal matter I think I draw a lot of inspirations from the legal team of uh, the first petitioner, okay. uh, the, the, the petitioner, that is His Excellency John Draman Mahama. The legal team has maintained that our witnesses have conducted themselves satisfactorily, that they have conducted themselves in a way that they have counseled them. And so, so far, so good. I think our witnesses have been able to establish evidences that there had been some kind of irregularities with respect to the 2020 general elections. Mm -hmm. And that calls for the annulment of the results as one of the reliefs that we seek. Mm -hmm. And so, so far, if you take as General Asidu Nketiah, uh, our General Secretary, uh, Dr. Pesa White, and then Major Nunu, I think all, uh, yeah, Metal. Metal. all of these people have conducted themselves in a way that I, I think the NDC petition, right, has a valid ground to stand and that they have been able to establish a uh, prima facie uh, based on the evidences adduced uh, in the witnesses box. I think so far if you look at the way and manner the proceedings of the court has gone, I think it gives Ghana uh, as an entity some hope that um, if you have a case and you take it to the court, you expect that justice will be delivered and justice will be seen to be delivered. We are awaiting the uh, determination of the court of the by the rule of the ruling of the court today, and that the lawyers will be given uh, some chance to debate the matter. But I think so far our witnesses have done 
very well and I, I commend them for that. Uh, these are trivial matters that you have raised. The substance of the case, right? Uh, you, you see, you see, those, matter and other, these are trivial matters. No, People so, shouldn't... so be, no, being misled is a trivial matter. I've asked you to go do something for me, and you come back and tell me I was misled to sign. Obviously, a lot of things do happen, right, in the strong room, right? The point is that a lot of things do happen the in the strong coalition room. center. At, in the strong room at the coalition mm. center and no, any, no, even no, at the constituency level. Uncle Adamu is a politician. He would bear no, with me that even I'm those of us who serve as agents at the constituency level. No, what, what I'm saying is that there's no more strong room. It's a coalition center. No, well done. Well done. Those of us who serve at the... Uh, uh, our party, we serve as party agents even at the constituency or even at the branch level. We'll testify that sometimes a lot of things do happen which you didn't even think that they would happen. You make common mistakes or petty, petty mistakes sometimes. And when you get to realize them, then you, you take steps to, rec or, uh, to correct them so that next time those things don't occur okay. again. So I think uh, uh, people should emphasize the trivial matters to the detriment of the substance of the issues that we have raised in the witnesses box. In the witness box. Our witnesses have performed creditably and will leave the rest to the court to decide as to whether we have been able to establish prima facie with respect to the 2020 general elections or not. That one lies the, in the domain of the judges, and I think they are going to deliver justice to the uh, 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 to Ghanaian people, so that all of us will realize that when you have a case and you take it to the court, right, you should not be afraid that justice will be denied you when you have been able to establish prima facie case in, in the matter. So for me, I am fully satisfied, and I think our party has done well. We have been able to let Ghanaians know that even if we have not been able to establish every case in the Supreme Court, but to some extent, to a large extent, we have been able to establish that the declaration was had a lot of irregularities. We have been able to establish that uh, results from certain regions and certain uh, 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 branches, uh, what do I say, constituencies, had a lot of problems in the general elections. And therefore, all these things put together, coupled with the conduct of the EC, gives us the belief that there were a lot of irregularities associated with the 2020 general elections and that's why we filed the petition and i think when our case is delivered right everyone will come to realize that ndc and john Muhammad didn't just go to court for nothing they, there was irregularities that proved to the point that there was a prima facie case established in the court and that irregularities really occurred if the judges in their wisdom so decide to uh, do whatever we I think we'll take it in good faith and then we'll prepare. 2020 is not the only general election that we're going to conduct in Ghana. There are a lot more uh, elections that will come in our way. And I think there right, is so a formidable party okay. that will stand the test of time. So you are satisfied with I'm it? I'm satisfied. All right, let me move to, uh, uh, yes, uh, 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 <laughs> L. Ademu. Quite interesting. Yeah, a comedy, a tragedy, a tragic comedy of the NDC petition in court. Why do you call it those things? Oh, that's, that's what uh, literature people, <laughs> they refer to. Say. I, will, I will come into the details. I will see how it's a comedy, how it's a tragedy, and how it can even combine to be tragic comedy. Um, they, when, after the general elections, the NDC made Ghanaians to know, especially they gave their people, their supporters, they, they some, some feeling that they knew very well that they had won the elections and that they, 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 are, they were they were they were shortchanged by either the EC 
or some other person and and because of that uh, what they wanted to do is that they wanted to use the jungle justice method to become to, to take over the helm of affairs in this country by pouring onto the streets and burning ties and cladded in red uh, clothes. Then we kept telling them that they should go and read the constitution, the supreme law of this country. There they will see the remedy for what their ailment was. That when you don't win elections and you want to stampede the system to declare you a winner, go and they should go and read the constitution. Then they went back to the constitution. We reminded them. And they went, they I like their fourth rightness that they agreed with us and went to the constitution and saw an article <laughs> and saw an article that gave them the direction where to go to. And the article said Supreme Court. Then in that hurry, in that hurry, they they, they, they made some very wobbling pleadings. And then to, because they were they wanted to beat time. Time they were on the nick of time they had to make some wobbling pleadings. Uh, nobody won the election. Article 63.3 was not well followed, blah, blah, and all those, and took to the court. And the court is a place of wisdom. You have to be to go and present your case. to, And they are all learned people. They, they, that's why they refer to themselves, my learned friends. So they took the case to the court. And they, since he who makes, must prove his case, they have to produce their witnesses. Then they put in their witness statements, and finally, the gentleman called General of All Mosquitoes that give malaria fever appeared, their general secretary, and sat in the witness box to convince us that their leaves were, were, were stood, they, uh, they, they, they stood test of time. And lo and behold, after his delivery, his cross-examination, he said nothing relevant to the reliefs they had gone to the court to seek. They gave him a calculator and gave him the votes, turning the votes upside down. Add this to this, he will work Nana 51 point something, your mama 47. They will turn, subtract this, add. You saw what he went through as if he was working problems in Akiola, preparing for Wasi general mass paper. And all those answers, all answers he got, showed that Nana Adodankwa Akufuado won the elections hands down. Then I thought, they, then, then when they said, Dr. Pesawa, is that Pesawa or Pesawa? I remind you. It's Pesawa. <laughs> okay. They said they were bringing him. I have high respect for academic, for, for, for people in the academics, that this is a doctor. Coming. So that day, I was glued to the, to, to, to the TV to, to hear something very strange uh, from a doctor. Lo and behold, my attention, my time, and my everything was a waste. Because, and even annoying, not only a waste, but annoying. How on earth, on this globe we are all walking? A doctor in a university, premier university in Ghana, lecturing public policy. They delegate you to a place to oversee an interest of the petitioner. 
then you go and you are there and some you go and consult a woman over issues that every is each that woman is more than a, a woman so i i think she's a, a heroine you go and uh, or, or what uh, you go and consult her and you allow that hero heroine to tell you to go and see your candidate over a dispute within the room and you go how gracious me why not stay there and call your, your now that we are in the tech this world we are in with telephones all over even if you want video call you can put him on and and and, and he will talk to you and you leave the two of you two people two very as somebody was bragging of his history in in observing elections that's Rojo metal nunu you left your laptops and i don't want them to even when you are narrating the story you, you don't get it it doesn't add up what can a laptop do where the laptops to oversee what the collation as you were cruising in your air-conditioned car on sightseeing in Accra to a destination that will not give you any benefit? What benefit, what input was the candidate to make that would come and play safe on the elections? So you left and came back. And they continued their work. They, they had the right to continue their work. You couldn't take the EC to ransom. They should have left one person behind. That's what common sense tells me. You all don't leave the place. When soldiers are guard, guarding, guard whatever, sentinel guard, and one of them says, oh, they are human beings, our man, they, then they all leave the gate. And, and, and then and enemies overtake you, then you cry. This happened even in the one of the battles, the battle of Uhud, one of the battles of the prophet. When people who were asked to oversee the enemies, they are approached to stand on some... When they decided to join the battle in order to get whatever crumbs the battle, they, they call it booty. The enemies advanced and conquered them. It's in history, Islamic history. And that is said to be one of the weaknesses that led to the battle of Uhud almost going the way of the Makans. So if you are asked to be vigilant, be vigilant. You open your eyes big with, even you don't blink. A blink can cause you something. And they reneged their responsibility completely and walked out of the place. And so when they even came back, the people had finished what they were doing and pasted a copy of the form 13 on the notice board and because they were so hot, because after they had signed the 13, they saw the trend that the battle was won. So they left. And when they came and they pasted the form 13 on the notice board, they were so, I don't know, overtaken by the sorrow of defeat that they didn't even see that form 13 there. My worry has always been that this, uh, the current, the strong room that we make it look like is a four-cornered house. The 2020 uh, coalition center was more or less um, allow many agencies and mm -hmm. stakeholders in there because we have we have Cordio was there, mm -hmm. we have Chiraj, mm -hmm. we have Peace Council, we have WANEP, we have the Bantu for Women, 
all and we have the British High Commissioner rep was there. We have the African Union. We have the 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 U.S. Embassy, the European. They all have their represent. It's an open place. Yes. So, so I, I that is that is the innovation of uh, Mrs. Jean Mensa. That's what she brought. She said she was coming to demystify the strong room, and that she was just that the strong room is a banking. And all the people were heavily represented, and people who were in the contest were. I don't know how they. I can't call the other. They were wavering in their representation. You leave. Forty-five so minutes. It means, anyway, it, means, it means that the fax was not receiving an obscure place. It was open to everybody. That's what they call transparency in election. That this the lady has brought transparency. Well, let's see how the court decides on this. No, because no, we are just talking, commenting yeah, on the yeah, conduct of conduct, this yeah. very high-powered yeah, delegation saying. of the NDC to the to the coalition center. And so when they came, then yesterday was the the the, the comedy of the highest. Order to why, mind. Why, why do you call it comedy? <laughs> Tea without biscuits. <laughs> Is that a comedy? Is that what you went you went for? Tea without tea, and you are complaining. They, they if they even made a mistake and said with uh, with, 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 with with biscuits. So he said then they should send the biscuits to him. He still needs it. They said oh, I was given tea. I wasn't given biscuits. And all the way he was answering the questions they were putting. And look throughout. The NDC did not send figures to disprove the figures that were used to call the election, to announce the elections. And all throughout they were talking. My fear as somebody was that these people have alternate vote totals, which if they take to the, 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 the court, uh, heaven will break loose. And one of them was it... This uh, Sammy Jamfi. I don't know whether he has been going to the court. But why was he not called into the box? He's not a witness. <laughs> he was a, he's a lawyer of high repute. <laughs> they they hold him in high esteem. They are, they are telling, you know, monkeys played by sizes. He can't go he's there. He's part of the league. Yeah, he's part of you know, he, I, That's why I say monkeys play by sizes. So he, why he's sitting there. He said when they go with the figures that they have, the, 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 the truth will be told. Then why have you hidden the figures up to this moment? The total padded votes they brought, they added all. I said, I said to Johnson Katia's Mosquito General, add them and take them out of the, the second respondent's score and work out the percentage. When he did that, it still stood. Nana still won the, the, the election. So why did they go there? And they went, I like the way they went there because that has saved this country from mayhem and other things. So that is it. I don't, as we are all not lawyers like uh, my colleagues, yeah, says, we are all, yeah, we are all, but, but look, there's something that I heard from lawyers and I'm so happy that law is not a, a mystery. No. That is logic, common sense. Then sociology, philosophy, yeah, or that mixed up. So you, everybody can appreciate law, how the way it is going. So from you see that what we did yesterday, that the first respondent and the second respondent was a legal dribbling mechanism of the NDC. We dribbled. <laughs>
After we had heard that, we said, no, we won't call anybody. We won't call. We are, your case can judge. Judgment can be made. We agree. Judgment can be made with the, what your witnesses have said. Why do we... So, you're not, so you're not calling the witnesses? We're not calling. We why? First and second respond. To say what? Calling the witnesses. People, there's nothing but so... But to have to decide on that. Yeah, they are decide, that's what I say. That one will be decided today. They, yesterday, but we had the argument. They started the argument. And if some even took it to the uh, extreme, that it would amount to human rights violation. So let's wait and see. But I am saying that we have given them, even we have been very charitable to them. You have given your point. Do we want the court to decide using your facts or your witnesses and their statements and what they were, their cross-examination results? We will not call. And you're angry about it. Well, let's so, see how that turns um, I like it. It is a politics is an evolution. We see we have evolved to this point that when you don't win elections, you go to court. Kenya did it. I since this case started, I have been listening to the Kenya case, especially the presentation of PLO Lumumba, and it falls directly in line that arithmetic errors, whatever, whatever, small small thing in elections, do not cost if it is doesn't become gargantuan it, to overturn the results, they are pardonable because human beings have worked. And they say, we uh, refer to, he used a Latin word for it, and I, I, I liked it so much. So uh, we, are, we, are, we, we are going, we are following them. And uh, when it happens, then Ghana, we, they, we gave the, they, they, the slowness of the first one was eight months. And they, up to now, they complain. That the eight members didn't give them enough time. We will make it forty something days. Then, if the case is decided on in our favor, then we move Ghana to the next level. <laughs> How do you know it is going? As a if, if yeah, right. if our conditions. Okay, so let's leave it. You want to say a word or two before I move to my next? Yes, session. yes, yes, yes. Obviously, he mentioned that. Uh, Despite the fact that the MPP performed wonderfully, they got disappointed by Ghana. And I'm telling them, I've been repeating it on every platform that I have opportunity, that the verdict, the damning verdict that Ghanaians passed on the MPs of MPP, right? Right? It's the same verdict that was passed on the presidency. Something untoward happened. That's why the, MP, the uh, presidency had been able to escape from that damning verdict. If you how, look at the trend, sure are you? look at the trend from 1992. Yeah, please. Sure That's why I'm saying, look at the trend from 1992 all the way up to 2020. It's logical. Please, it's logical. Mm -hmm. I'm building a point. Logical. I'm building a point. Go and take a look. We do trend analysis. Mm -hmm. Go and take a look do, at the trend analysis. I do trend ana analysis. So, so, so the trend analysis should tell you that any time a party is losing power, mm -hmm. it loses a lot of its MPs, sitting MPs. And that's mm -hmm. why, that please. Please, mm -hmm. allow me to put mm -hmm. my point. Well, we that is the point. Mm -hmm. So that point is well established that MPP actually lost the elections, right? It is just that something untoward happened. That is why uh, the, the matter went, went that way. The other point that I want to also establish are, that the are, court... Wait, wait, I will have wait, 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 wait. The court... Wait. You just made a statement that the NPP lost the election. That's something untoward what happened. We are, we are yet, that is yet to be proven by your seniors. By your seniors, because that's why they are in court. Quickly, I will draw that. And I will draw that. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, 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 wait. For my listeners, mm -hmm. your party did not go to court and said they won the election. So I will not allow you to sit here and say your party won the election. The party went to court seeking for rewrite. general, I wait, that wait, 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 wait. I'm educating my listeners. Mm -hmm. They are descending people. I don't want you to come and throw that thing into the midst of my listeners. 
your party did not win the election they said they are seeking for a rerun so you can't sit here and say your party won the election based on your, on your trend analysis please withdraw retract and apologize to my listeners then you can move on thank you Oh, I think you, you just want to draw me back. I told I'm you that drawn, one. I'm, so not drawn, drawn, I'm not okay. drawn. Okay. Let me say, back. I told you I have withdrawn that, and okay. that was just a slip of tongue. It's not I mean, a slip of tongue because you said it. Mm -hmm. ah, but I'm admitting you know that I said where, it, but where, I'm saying where, I have withdrawn where, that, and I so told you. So what's the point again? again? Mm -hmm. That's why I've told you, even before you even landed that, I, should, I have already withdrawn that. So, so I, no, I want you to do it properly, not just say it in a person. I want them to listen. That I. I said it, but I, I'm sorry. I've redrawn it. That is not that is that is me, my position, mm -hmm. not my party's position. But your party's position is different from your position now. I speak for my party, and I but speak. Your position, I speak in favor. What you said now is not no, your party's position. Your that is why I have I've already admitted that a slip of tongue is withdrawn. It's a slip of tongue. Yes, so my listeners out there, he says it's a slip of tongue. Okay. So my station. And my, yeah, you can have a problem, and then we move on. We, I have we, no problem we, with we, it. We we hold it. No, no, I just want you to be aware. No, you want to make and something out of it. I'm not making something out of it, but I just it's, 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 some, it's not something, it's not small. Let's continue. To Let you, continue. Let's it's a continue. small. To me, I've apologized. My, my, I've apologized. You see, listen, I run the show. I decide what goes. And if you say something and I'm not happy with you, don't argue with me. It's a very simple thing. You think it's simple. But to our profession and ethics, it is not simple. Your party is in court seeking for a German general. Wait, I have withdrawn wait, the wait, statement, wait, retracted, wait, wait, and apologized. But you want let to, us continue. You want, you, want, you, want you, you see, I'm talking. You don't want me to finish talking. You want to come in. It will be like I'm having a banter with you. I'm not having a banter. I'm just saying simple English. Thank you. You can move on. Thank you very much. That statement was a slip of tongue. I have apologized and have withdrawn it. Thank you. So let us continue. Because in the petition, mm -hmm. the party NDC did not say that it won the election. Exactly. The point is that our our first relief is that the declaration made by Jim Mensah, the returning officer for the presidential elections on 9th uh, uh, December, um, was a rather a general, right? 9th December, rather, was unconstitutional. And that is our basis. And that the, the Jim Mensah uh, EC came back on the 10th to make certain uh, Correction. uh, corrections to the errors that were committed on it through uh, uh, releases, which we think should not have been the case. So the first thing that we are seeking is that the declaration was unconstitutional and that uh, 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 the, 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 the Supreme Court should take a look at that. If that is agreed by the Supreme Court, I think it necessitates the rerun of the general elections. And I think um, I also want to make a point that the court isn't the only platform for seeking justice. Uh, you, you realize that initially when the results were announced and it didn't go in favor of NDC, some of our party members took to the streets uh, to demonstrate their displeasure, right? These are part of all political administration that go on. They, we didn't do anything untoward, we didn't do anything illegal. Other than that, the authorities of the state and uh, the security forces were taking us on. Mm. So that one should not be a, a matter at all that we have to debate. And then we are also looking at the case that uh, our reps are the strong room, right? I like that the chap chairperson of the EC instructed or asked them to go and consult with the petitioner and they went their way when the declaration was made. Mm. That is why I think as part of our uh, 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 discussions, witnesses, right, we saw that the proceedings at the uh, strong room be played out if it were recorded. It should be played out to the uh, view of every Ghana so that we all, we all can see whether they were really instructed by 
the Jimensa, uh, what Jimensa mm. to go, or they, or they were asked, or they left on their own volition after mm. realizing that they had lost mm. uh, the, the election. election. I think if that was done, I think it would have helped the, our cause. Mm. And, and that is even the more reason why we want to hear the version of Jimensa in the witness box. So that all these allegations that our witnesses, so-called, our witnesses have failed against the EC and, and the second respondent, right, mm. will be demystified. If that is done, if Jimensa mounts the witness box, and he's, she's cross-examined by our lawyers and even lawyers from the, the second responder. I think a lot of things will have come up, and then Ghanaians will, will, will get the, the, the dissatisfaction that uh, we, we all require. I think we all, every Ghanaian, thinks that the climax of these court proceedings will be the chairperson mounting the witness box. So I am hoping that uh, even though the court cannot force a witness into the box, right, I'm hoping that in the larger interest of Ghanaian uh, public mm. and for political administration, right, and governance, uh, room should be created for Jimensa to mount the witness box for cross-examination by all other uh, lawyers of the, uh, what is happening in the court. Okay. So that at least we all have matters that have been uh, clouded in secrecy, mm. revealed to all Ghanaians, so that we all can rest and then know that at least uh, if I lose the case, I lost it on fair grounds. If I win the case, I also... Uh, one that uh, lost yeah, his yeah, 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 So these make, are some of the things that I think. Uh, uh, I, think uh, I think it's not finished. No, yeah. I think mm. it's no, no, I think I think I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he has little to say on the facts that are presented because the facts, facts are sacrosanct. <laughs> you say what, what? What has happened? The NDC and all, even level four, the, the, this uh, GSS, uh, SS government students know that. We are running two different elections on the same day to cut cost. Are you with me? Yeah. The presidential and the parliamentary are two different elections that we are running. A candidate of parliamentary cannot may not be appealing of the ruling party. And then so the people can vote that person out and vote the president. That's what in Ghanaian political palace we call skirt and blouse. So if you go because you have one same number, then you should share the, the governance and do parallel governance. Is that, is that the, 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 the logic? So it, it doesn't add up. But this what, that one was what informed the NDC to, to, to make the hurried uh, assertion that they had won the election. Because you heard them say that they had one working majority, 141. And because of that, they had won the election. But they didn't think of this cat and blouse matter in Ghanaian mm. voting pattern. Then secondly, you know what? The bizarre thing they put up, that any time you win 25% of the votes in Ashanti Day, the NDC, that any time they win 25% of the total valid votes in the Ashanti region, then they have won the elections. 25% then the vote that you bring and they add you the 25%, it's not static. It moves. It is dynamic. People, uh, people take political persuasion or political uh, what the socialization and change their minds. So when they brought seven votes of seven of their uh, strongholds, if we are to call them, seven, added it. One region of ours gave them deficit to worry about we are not running a federal state where you say because i have won the, the number of say like nigeria you should win two tenths of the states plus abuja before you form a government we don't have that there but the more you try to tell the ndc 
that we are not in the Federal Republic of Ghana, but we are in a unitary Ghana. And the president is, a, is taking Ghana as a constituency. So the total number of votes makes a president. And the constitution has set the threshold 50% plus one and the rest. So what is the the, 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 the craze about if you get 25% in Ashanti and add to our, we will always win elections. And that's a, a, a political gimmick or if we want somersault. So I am confident that we are even sad that things played out this way and they had the gust and the audacity to, 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 to contest us that we are... We, we, because what we have done to the Ghanaian people, I'm not blaming Ghanaian people. Maybe it wasn't enough to satisfy them. <laughs> you see, human you nature... Made, you made Swale to laugh. No, you don't know, human... back on his words. You no, said you were no, disappointed no. by Ghanaians. Yeah, because I, they didn't oh, give you me, what you expected. Let, let now me. you are telling them you are not... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. saying that we are, we are, we are disappointed <laughs> that they, they, they acted that way. But we are dealing with human nature. Human nature, they say, is enigmatic. You can always not predict man. So despite, the more you, it is not the man who looks well after his wife who gets a woman who is uh, good and will not falter and if possible get into adultery and the rest. So that, that's why we did. And we got a response, a particular response. We were working at it. So 2024 is the year we shall devastate the Indies. Because we have corrected all our mistakes and moving frontally. And that one, hell, in, if we live long, that day you will see the magic and the skill, the dexterity of the MPP in political game. Meswe Ademu. Check with the title. God gives us more time. Uh, 17, 13 minutes more. Well, 13 minutes more to uh, bring a closure to the conversation on 896.9. It's a breakfast morning with us. But let, let, quite interesting. Uh, so many things happen even to the floor of parliament where there's this bribery allegation that was raised up against uh the supreme court oh, judge yeah, or something and then later uh the Apology. md will have to apologize but my worry has been if uh, dominic Ayine, who is a, a lawyer mm. will advise an mp on something that borders on criminality mm. to retract and apologize then where are we heading towards if really mm. it is the truth why retract and apologize for a truth which you know is a truth? How does it make you feel? Uh, Against our justices, this is somebody. So why can't we get that person, investigate and get that person? And then later we hear the news that, oh, the NDC will do its own investigation, but will not put make it public. It, it doesn't, it doesn't like, to me, it doesn't add up. I don't know. The Bouquier reports. Um, Quite often, sometimes, you may even have a case in court, and as the court um, starts proceedings, hearing the matter or investigating the matter, yeah. uh, the parties involved may agree that the matter be settled outside okay. of the court. So those things... No, but even this one has not gone to... That is it. I'm, even, I'm taking it to uh, that, okay, level. Taking it that level. Yeah, this one is, has not even gotten to that level. Yeah. So it is not out of place for uh, for retraction and for apology, retraction and apology especially once he has listened to uh, a good counsel from Dominic Ayine and other members uh, uh, on his side. I think sometimes you look at the general interests and the, the prevailing people. conditions in the country and then you may withdraw 
certain things that you hitherto wanted to push forward. And so I think that's a mark of a, a, a good leadership. I, I would have taken issues with him if he was cancelled and, and he refused right, to apologize and retract. But now that that has happened, I think uh, we should move on and then uh, we, we, we just caution that uh, if you don't have evidence to back, if you are not ready to back mm. your stance with or allegations with evidence, then you better shut up. I think that is something that we can all learn from from that and then we'll proceed as a movement. Mr. Let me pick this call and I'll come back to you. Okay. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Bella, let's hear you in a minute because I have a time. I'll wait you and get Alaiba Bashayam for the challenge. What I want to say is that yesterday we also was happening in court yesterday. And I'm appealing to NDC that she will come out and tell the people that they don't have a case. Whether you like it or not, all NDC and that would is that they don't provide a a, a resource, they, they don't provide a result and it's what. And you have said that maybe, uh, maybe no one will reach step and which result that did you have? Show us your resource. And these people have chosen the, the resource. So this one, I don't have anything to say. All right. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great morning. Let me go to Ms. Wee. Ms. Wee. Yeah, Anna, you see. This is a moral issue, in moral and legal matters. Mm -hmm. And I have, yesterday I said it somewhere and I will say it here, that I have high respect for Mubarak, Honorable Mubarak, for some reasons, some not very uh, good. You see, I, 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 I definitely we are, there is some sort of ethnic affinity to our brothers. I like him because uh, I know they say though he was born somewhere, he traces his origin to my tribe. So when your tribe's person is doing well, definitely you are you will, you will just praise him. But then I I also want him to. I believe he's in the religion of Islam, which has standards of conduct behavior. You know all our conduct. When 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 you go into a religion. It is supposed to modify your conduct and behavior and your everything. And I know Islam abhors lies or untruths. Or thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Also in Eastern, in the in the Bible. So what informed that behavior of his? You don't need to tell lies to survive. You are already a very high person of pedigree in this country politically before maybe resources you are okay you can put food on the table why are you not committed to your religious values because you will be called to your maker and you want to go there with a on a clean sheet and this is not you know he was implicated in a, another ajaku scandal again so he should refrain from always being part of scandals that turn out to be untrue because he's, he's not doing himself well. The NDC could applaud him that he's our man. You know, PL uh, Lumumba said something that Africa, uh, somebody is working in the civil service and he's stealing and building houses. Say, yes, but we know he's a thief, but he's our thief. He's, that's why he's tribesmen and his party will say, the NDC will say, oh, no, he's a liar. He's our liar. We, we like him for the lies he tells. So I am appealing to Mubarak. I mean, I'm older than him that he could be my junior brother. 
that he should refrain from that. For one, the, the, his tribe, he's not doing his tribe well. I said, the government, I feel that way. He's not doing his upbringing well. That means that he wasn't told not to tell lies from his growth. And two, he's not doing his religion well for his behavior. So if he are he, from now, go 